Yo. 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 I guess I just won't scream. How about that? <laughs> That's probably helpful. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Passionate DJ Podcast, our special annual holiday record exchange edition. Yay! Yay! The whole crew is here. What's up, fellas? Yay! I'm excited to do this. This is one of my favorite things to do every year, and we've all gone record shopping and picked out things which uh, we don't know what we're exchanging here, and so... Records. We're exchanging records. We're exchanging records. Uh, We had no idea what they are or what style or anything, so this is kind of like that traditional pick three style of episode, Mm. and... Uh, I'm like looking forward to it. Did you guys all go to Omega? Yeah, that's, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Sammy and Tony went to yeah. Omega. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. <laughs> that's our local record shop. Rock, rocking the shirt today, and uh, you know they have pretty pretty good selection of stuff there. Really, yeah, yeah, um, yeah for sure. Lots of hip hop, lots of uh, folk and country and blues and that kind of stuff. Not a lot of dance. No, no, you know, not, not no. a lot of places like, around electronic here. Electronic section is kind of small, but yeah, yeah. but. Um, you know, a lot of things have changed over the years. I'm sure back when it was the thing, that was probably a decent place to go to. Yeah. I'm sure they had a bigger selection then. So, you guys have big holiday plans this year? Or? Nope. Nope. Purposefully nope. trying yeah. to Same. trying to scale back a little bit. Same good. Here. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not doing much either. I'm. Uh, we wait until after Christmas and everything, and then we go. Uh, we leave for yeah, New you Year's. Hit the cabin or whatever. Yeah, we go yeah. to the to the lake house for for a week or so. Uh, yeah. During New Year's, so it's we don't get any lake time in, but nobody uses the house. It's like mm-hmm. a shared situation. Right, nobody right. uses it, so we're just like, yeah, we'll just go and hang out, and it's yeah. kind of become a tradition now. So, it gives me a little recovery time from recording all this end of the year content and doing my other business this, and all yeah, that. Yeah, the sweatshop you so, got going on yeah. in the front of the shop. So nobody's here. traveling, none of that stuff, huh? Um, well, no? we typically go to Gatlinburg um, every October, um, but due to several things that have just happened through this year. So we kept having to push it back. So we pushed it back twice. So now uh, we're going to go next week. Um, Oh, okay. So that's cool. um, Yeah. I mean, it'll most likely be cold, wet and rainy. So, I mean, (laughs) not much to do outdoors, but same scenario. We always get like a cabin up in the, up in the mountains. So take some groceries, a couple of books and just really try to, you know, uh, just chill out. Awesome. <laughs> it's, been awesome. a, yeah. it's been a year, so. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Well, it's, it, this is almost unusual at this point to have all four of us all here. Four of yeah. us, right, we, it, right. I think it's been crazy for all of us. Yeah, yeah. first time we've yeah. been together for a minute. Yeah. yeah. I can't even remember what the last actual, what episode it was we recorded together at this I, point. I couldn't tell you either. All I do know is that, like, I've been asked so many times, when's your hiatus going to be over? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm back. Yeah. Patrons, <laughs> patrons got to see you. What's that? Yeah. The patrons got to see oh, you. Oh, yeah, that's for a true. While. Yep, yep, you had yep. Almost yep. pretty much a whole episode right. dedicated to that. That yep. was fun. Yep. And uh, I think we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, doing a more general Oakenfold recap as kind of to you know, put a pin on the, the Oakenfold thing for this year. We kind of right. follow one big, you know, three-dimensional show every year. Yep. Last year right. it was Sasha, and this year it was Oakenfold. Three-dimensional. Excited to see what the next one will be, and... Uh, so, yeah, I'd, I'd love to get your thoughts because we talked a lot about, you know, especially in the Patreon episode about the before. Right, right. And so, okay, how did all that stuff work out? Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look forward to talking about that. Spoiler alert. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I second that. <clears throat> so how do we want to start the record exchange? Do we want to, like, uh, rock, paper, scissors, or somebody just want to jump in? Or how should we? I didn't really think about how to Let's order. shots. Shots. <laughs> shots. Did you bring shots, something? Shots, shots. <laughs> I think I have beer. I don't think I have shots. 
<laughs> it's probably better anyway. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know what I did. I put a. I think Tony put a little twist on his. I put a slight twist on mine. I did hmm. one normal record, and then I did one like maybe slightly less serious bargain bin pool for each of you mm. as well. <laughs> nice. Um, Those can I, be tricky. I, I tried to stay within a certain. Um, uh, theme, but then like I, I couldn't get three out of three, so two yeah. out of three yeah. are, in a, are within a theme. <laughs> but uh, but I think the third one will uh, uh, will go over well too. Yeah. So. I stuck to my normal where each of you I always have a vision of what I want to get you guys. So I was able to stick to that this year, pretty, nice. cool. pretty solid. Cool. Yeah. Now there is one tricky caveat to this year. This the exciting thing is this is our first video version of our ah. holiday episode. Yes, it is, which yeah. is pretty cool. Uh, and down- first video of all four of us together right is it i think so yeah that might so, be yeah since you've yeah. done well other on... than like episode 100 yeah but right, yeah right. yeah so uh yeah it's uh the tricky part is because we're doing video versions we're putting them in places like youtube mm-hmm. which has algorithms which will try to take us down if we play anything that it's not happy about us playing right. so i haven't i since i didn't know what everybody's polls were i they, youtube does have a system where you can go and check and see what the copyright situation is on a song I wasn't able to do that without knowing what they were. So we're kind of, we're literally playing it by ear this time. If any of them get cut out, uh, probably what we'll do is either skip past those or we'll pull them out as bonus content. And then maybe we'll just upload that to a different video service, you know, privately for, for the patrons. Because we're not distributing music. Right. You know, we're, I'm pretty sure this operates under fair use, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean the algorithm yeah, isn't going to come and ding up. us. And, right. you know, we don't want to get our account all marred up. So, True. Uh, we're not really sure how that part's going to go, but uh, other than that, this is uh, pretty exciting. I'm looking forward to uh, to doing that and seeing how we uh, hack and edit it up at the end <laughs> to see what YouTube lets <laughs> yes. us put up. So good luck hacking mine. <laughs> <laughs> You'll understand why when you see them. Well, you want to go first? Sure. So what I did is um, we were record shopping, and I looked down on the ground and. There was a gazillion 45s, and mm. 45s is what I started spinning at the roller skating rinks back mm. in the 80s. So I was going through. I didn't think I was going to find much, but I started finding stuff that I was playing at the roller skating rinks oh, nice. and, and stuff I was jammed to. You was easy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> These two guys were a little difficult. Um, so I got a few of each, and, yeah, they didn't have 45 wrappers. Yeah. <laughs> so um, let's see. Oh, so um, I got a show real quick. We talked about Omega. These are uh, for the YouTube audience. So I bought little 45 adapters because I actually didn't have any. I have zero 45s. Uh, but they're these nice little, like, wooden, handmade, almost like little coins. And one says Omega Music. The other has Ohio, the shape of Ohio, cut out with a little music note. I thought that was pretty cool. So nice. we'll be using those to play your records today, Tony. Okay. And they didn't have um, – I couldn't find any good – every time I think of you, I think of hip-hop. Sure. Whatever. Um, but they yeah, probably have... not a lot of hip hop on 45s. No, not at yeah. all. Let's start with this one because me and you always clown about the cheesiest stuff of the 80s, yeah. you know? And I don't want to pull out the actual sleeve because you'll see it. <laughs> Go ahead and throw that one on for Mo for me. Oh, God. <laughs> Today I learned you got to switch it to 45. <laughs> <laughs> to play a 45? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you? <laughs> today years old? Yeah, I was today <laughs> years old. Yeah, me and Mo always have this thing about like the cheesy sounds of the 80s. And yeah. We're always singing like the most cheesiest of of stuff. The, the lactose uh, mix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<sighs> yeah. Turn the lights off, Mo. <laughs> it's crazy that four bars, I know exactly what song it is. <laughs> yeah, I actually saw them in concert in Japan when I was in high school. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that album yeah. work, album art's great. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the funny thing is, like, my camera recognized the face and was like, "Do you want me to zoom in on this? Do you want me to follow this face?" <laughs> so, oh, Robin Fab, Millie Vanilli, girl, I'm gonna miss you. So, I mean, should we? I mean, as some of our audience I bet you a lot is not of audience even going to be yeah. hip yes. to them or, or the controversy yeah, around behind them. Tony, you want to school everybody on that? I mean, there's not much to school other than they didn't sing their own stuff. Yeah. Um, they Bottom were very, line. Very, yeah. They were very popular. They had a, quite a few hits back in the day, but none of them were them. Yeah, it was like a big scandal. Big yeah. Scandal. Well, it was like them and Black Box. Black Box. Um, and there was another guy. I want to say his name was... Um, uh, oh, what was his uh, name? Stony, not Stony. Um, something B. Did, wait, didn't CNC Music Factory have a, a problem with that too? Like the really? guy that was a singer wasn't the buff dude that was on all the videos. <laughs> oh, that was him. Yeah. Oh, it was him. Yeah, okay. Was him. Yeah, we just had him at '90s Fest. Two oh, years for ago. real? It, yeah. Right? Okay. Nice. Um, but I mean point is, is that they, that wasn't them no. the studio or otherwise and and so like they like they lip synced everything yeah, yeah, they they all of their yeah, shows they, yeah. they were basically avatars mm -hmm. right. for, yeah. for this band and uh they lip synced all their shows they were they had that certain aesthetic they just pushed play yeah <laughs> right yeah see dj's syncing <laughs> is not a and, modern day problem it's been <laughs> a problem forever it's been around <laughs> so these two guys were going around as Millie Vanilli, these two cats, and uh, doing shows. And at the time, like I said, you had CNC Music Factory, um, all those guys, and they all looked a certain way. And someone was just trying to create a band, kind of like the Monkees, I guess. And um, it just sort of came out all this, you know, someone leaked it. That they just had a good look. They could dance. Yeah. They, could, they could perform, but they couldn't sing. They couldn't sing, yeah. So they were just lip syncing to tracks, and when th that information came out, it, like, kind of rocked the music industry mm -hmm. not that it was the first time that it ever happened but it was first time wasn't somebody there, really got caught and it got pushed yeah yeah wasn't there a controversy because they like won a grammy or yeah. nominated or something yeah oh, wow. no they did win a grammy yeah. they did best okay. new pop artist album yeah. or something and then uh, the two guys that actually sang came out afterwards and made an album obviously it didn't do it anything because i think it was called the real millie vanilli mm -hmm. oh, and then God. and these two <laughs> came out with the album robin fab who could have thought that would fail yeah <laughs> All right, my, my bad, entire world. Let's try again. And since we're on 45s. Thank you, Tony. You're uh, very welcome. That, yeah, I have to light up the fireplace, get some, get a nice bottle of Chardonnay. Plenty more where that came yeah. from. And there's not a story behind it because a lot of them are love songs, Mo. <laughs> I love you and all. Yeah, but, <laughs> but 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 for our generation, like a lot of these popular songs were all these love. Yeah. You know, they were all baby making music. Love and yeah, yeah, fun times. Um, this one actually, I still, I still play this. I play the acapella of this when I'm uh, mixing electronic music a lot. But you'll know this one right off the rip. Is this for somebody? This is for Mo. For Mo. Mm-hmm. Thank you. 
Yes. Should far away. Yes. Oh man, I wish my wife was in yes. here. She'd be going nuts. <laughs> Have you heard the uh, the remix of this? It's like electronic yes. remix. Yeah. I've got, I've got two different ones. Yeah. I've got a trance remix, and I've also got like a electro house remix. Yeah. I have a punk cover that we like way better. Than you know? <laughs> oh, really? By who? Uh, shit, I can't remember. I'd like to hear that. Yeah. When um. Yeah. When so. Tracker came out, and Ian Golden was doing um, mm -hmm. what control? What was the song that he was doing? Remember, he did it at the seminar. Yes. It was. Um, it was a Depeche Mode song. Remember, he broke it down. So this acapella, I do the same thing with. I take like bits and pieces of of a, of a bar that they use, and mm -hmm. I I break it up and I make it my own within Tractor. Because I, I mean, like a vocal, just yeah, chop or something. Yeah, it's it's a, I have the acapella version of it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I'll just take like I just want to use your love tonight, like that, and I'll put some reverb and. And I'll kind of create my own on the fly with cool, it. Cool, cool. Mm -hmm. But I've never, I, I don't think I've ever heard any of the remixes that you guys are yeah. talking about. Yeah. So this is uh, The Outfield, Your Love. Again, uh, this, I never really looked at this as a love song, but, you know, something was constantly on line rotation, you know, on all I the don't radio stations. Lose your love. I mean, but I'm saying, but when you it's think not it, a, It's <laughs> not like, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's not like a baby making music song, but, yeah. Yeah, sorry, I had to stop because you gotta listen to this. Don't forget what I told you. Yeah. Another shoulder to cry upon. And I mean, even today, like when this song comes on, everybody, everybody knows yeah. it. Everybody knows it. Yeah. It's if they don't know the whole song, they at least know the chorus. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. But for it being a love song, it was like it was like a happy, like dancey rock song. Yep. That, you know, again, roller rink, school dance, whatever, yep. everybody would just rush oh, the yeah. dance floor. And like you said, even today, mm -hmm. like I remember hearing that first time I heard that remix trip was uh, I was in Austin with my sister and a bunch of her friends. And like my sister's 10 years younger than me. And this song came on and like they all. Ah! And I was like, how do you guys <laughs> no, know this? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so did you uh, are you referring to the trance remix or the. Um, or the Electro House remix. I think it's the Electro House remix yeah. that I'm talking about. Yeah, that Electro House remix, I think that came out like circa 05, 06, 07, 08, somewhere in yeah. there. And I'm telling you, like, I I couldn't play that enough. Mm -hmm. Like, there was that one, and I had another, um, like, more like a tech house um, of, yes, Owner of a Lonely Heart, mm. Max Graham. Oh, um, I have the Owner of a Boogaloo Heart. <laughs> have you heard that one? No. I'll, I'll, I'll say that your way. But, yeah, Max Graham did a remix of that, uh, uh, yeah. uh, Owner of a Lonely Heart, and, be, uh, like, around that time, I couldn't play those two tracks mm. enough. People were eating that stuff up. So one thing, you listeners and watchers, viewers, if you notice that song was, like, short and sweet, three minutes, and you're out. You <laughs> right. know, that was, yeah. like, the key to pop songs. In oh, the, yeah. Uh, I tried to find that music. other version. I can't find it. But there's this album called... Thank you, Tony. That was amazing. Really this album series called Punk Goes. It's mm. like Punk Goes Oh, Pop, Punk Goes Pop. Punk, Punk Goes yeah. Acoustic. Okay. And there yep. was a version on... I probably have it then because yeah. I have, I think, all of those Punk it's, Goes. You take that song and you make it slightly faster yeah. and then you add the... Uh, Close the door! Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're there. Yeah, Punk Goes Crunk. Punk Goes yeah. Country. Yeah. Punk Goes Hip Hop. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing, dude. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm going to jump you. in. Yeah, have at it. So this one is for you. Oh, thank you. So we have talked about this one before in another pick three. Okay. Um, I've picked one of the songs. 
I wish I could remember, but this is another one of those ones where it's like the whole thing is amazing. And when I came across it today and I saw it and I, I almost picked up two copies because <laughs> I don't have this on vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> But um, because of it's another one of those ones. It may not be top ten for me, but it's it's definitely in the soundtrack to my life type of thing. Very very iconic for me. Like the B sides okay. or the honorable mention. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's that. Thank you, sir. Um, I'll I'll just say that it was from a Halloween pick three that. Mm. I, I did that. That we did. Okay. Again, why I didn't start because this is about to get some serious shit. Oh, he's got he's got the stank face. <laughs> he's got the stank <laughs> face. Grave digger, six feet deep. Look at this oh. picture disc. Yes. <clears throat> Dude, that's great. That's why. I, like, if it was just plain black vinyl, I was like, okay, wow. I could pass it up. But I saw the picture disc. <gasps> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Dude, that is great. Did look we at look at that or no? Um, I think I know the one you're thinking of. You saw a picture disc. Yeah, Ooh, I did see one there. Nice. Wow, look at that. Oh, it's yeah. double? double? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Is it four? Three? Uh, I think three. Three, yeah, yeah. Man, oh. look at that. Look, he's got grill <laughs> and toe tag. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, like, that was the whole thing about Grave Diggers was that, like, this was a, another Wu-Tang side project. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was uh, RZA, Prince Paul, and... Um, uh, uh, yeah, a young Prince Paul. Uh, yeah. I forget the. Uh, I should know that. This would be a, one of those parts when we were all audio that this would not be there because I would have cut it out or I would have re-recorded it and sounded smart. <laughs> Trip's having anxiety because he doesn't have uh, editing control. Editing control yeah. now. Yeah. So, um, but so for me, when when I got it all into Wu Tang and then you know found Liquid Swords and all that stuff, and this came out. And this was completely different from all of the uh, not completely different, like in in the aspect that like you know Wu Tang has always been a little bit more serious, a little bit more uh, vivid, shall we say, mm -hmm. in some of their imagery and, and the things that they talk about. But um, this one is very intentionally horror, horror hip hop. So like they take you know all of those like kind of uh, you know the imagery and 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 they really take all of that stuff to the next level mm -hmm. they they talk about everything from like psychedelic drug use to demons demonology and yeah. like all kinds of crazy shit on on this uh, on this album like, like a dark wu-tang i guess yeah, yeah a very dark wu-tang yeah but. also i'm just an idiot it's a double lp it's just this is clear oh gotcha <laughs> so. just but rub there, it on your leg different yeah there's, there's different pictures <laughs> How many years old were you when you found out yeah. there were two sides to an album? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Today, years old. So here's the tricky. Oh, okay. That's I was what I was going to say. So here's side D, A, B, C, D. Okay, yep. cool. So um, honestly, you can. I, I don't remember which one. I think. I don't remember how it came up. I remember talking about it. I, I feel like it was Diary of a Madman. It was either. I think it was either Diary of a Madman or Defective Trip. Um, because Defective Trip was like my like little theme song when I was like a teenager. Okay, well, let's do that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, God, is it that old? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 90s for sure. Who, Trip? <laughs> <laughs> no, the song. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, Which one is it? I'm sorry. Uh, four. Uh, A4. So one. Dude, this is beautiful. Thank you so much for this. Absolutely. 
This coupon entitles you to a free digital download of Grave Diggers six feet deep. Cool. Yeah, you don't have to play the vinyl. Yeah. Too late. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Your money, I, I bet. Check this, this motherfucking hyperphone. That's weird. That's awesome. I can hear him right here in the moment. Yeah. Right here. yeah, they were great with panning effects. Yeah. Cool as fuck, man. Check this shit out. Have some of this shit. Take a poke of this shit. Merry Christmas. How <laughs> <laughs> y'all feel out there? Oh yeah. Tripping. Tripping. That was one of my favorite scratch samples too. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, 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 uh. This is this is so bloody. Just. Ooh. Oh my God. I remember this one now. Oh, I love the jazz bronze. The walking bass line, like cello bass or whatever that is. A room full of smog. I dipped it in my dark, then I threw her at my dog. I need another <laughs> with the little dog. My eyes take a size in the shit's about to kick. I gasp for air. My vision is fire. I wasn't familiar with this track. Oh, yeah. Cause that's a shit I was talking. So stay the fuck away. Cause I spit when I'm talking. Stupid, 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 punk. When I'm tripping. <laughs> Man. I like that guitar. <laughs> yeah. What's that from? That's uh, Sweet Home Alabama. Is it? Oh, it is. Sounds like it. Like, bow, 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 Just slow down a little bit. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. See, you got the guitar, you got the horns in there, and then that jazzy bass, that walking bass line. Just been like a top in the middle of the room and the shit don't stop <laughs> man i love it dude thank oh, you yeah. so much oh yeah for sure that's like i want to find a way to display those in here like they're so cool looking yeah, yeah. well and that's the like I, i've always loved uh the grave digger stuff like they've only put out a couple of albums but like nothing really beat this one uh the, the next one was was pretty okay but like I always came back to this one just because I mean it's 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 such a wide display of like different types of like drum beats and samples and all of that stuff but like there's still a cohesive like theme or, or idea or motif going through the whole album like it I just I loved this one when I was like when I was a uh, teenager used to and and the thing was was that because this was like a side project of Wu-Tang mm -hmm. like people would be all like what the fuck is this like yeah, yeah. It, and like this one is mild this one's just talking about doing drugs you know yeah. and, like psychedelic drugs and tripping but there's other ones that they're like talking about like like devil worshiping it, music and kind stuff kind of like there's one called 1-800-SUICIDE where like you know sensitive subject trigger warning but like at the but that's what the whole thing is about where like one of them is pretending to be death you yeah. know and then like suggesting to weaker minded individuals on how they can commit suicide mm -hmm. like and and in true Wu-Tang fashion, you know, like... Uh, Explain, like, the devil on the shoulder kind of right. thing. Right, and, like, um, you know, like, uh, back to um, uh, 36 Chambers, hmm. you know, there's that whole, like, 
you know, thing before the Method Man track where yeah. they're like, I'll fucking, oh, oh, uh, I'll torture. Fucking, yeah, I'll fucking. I saw, you, I saw your <laughs> asshole <laughs> shut. Keep feeding you, feeding you, feeding you. So that that track, One Eight Hundred Suicide, is very much along those lines. You know, stick a water hose in your mouth so your head can explode, and st- you know, just it, yeah. it's so over the top that it's just you know absolutely insane. Kind of on the the horror core side. Oh, yeah, of, absolutely, of rap. absolutely. But Dude, yeah. this is so cool, man. So yeah. I, I might still go back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll I'll go next. Where's is trips behind you there? Yeah. <laughs> He's got them all like. You go. You're gonna. Yeah. It's like gonna, a scavenger hunt. <laughs> this seems appropriate. You'll uh, you'll appreciate this. All right. Oh, okay. We were apparently of, of like mind here. That's <laughs> right. what you were thinking of, I think, Tony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. So, oh, whoa. Now here, so okay. here's the thing. Can, can you announce for our audio audience? What yeah, is? so this is uh, Prodigy from Mob Deep. Now, I'm not, I don't think I'm hip to this track, though. But, um, but like, with Prodigy, like, between Prodigy and Havoc, man, like, those those two, like, with Mob Deep, that was, like, another layer on East Coast, New mm. York, hip-hop. Like, it, they they really, like, nailed it out of the park with all of uh, with, with all of the stuff they were doing. The Infamous was just, like, hands down. Like, everybody knows or everybody should know mm-hmm. um, about, um, you know, Shook Ones. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Part two. Part two, part two right. <laughs> yeah. And there is a part one, and it is pretty hard, but, like, I mean, it doesn't... I mm. mean, yeah. yeah. Part two is just iconic. Look I, at that I thought picture it, disc too. I thought it was funny that you got me a hip hop picture disc, and I was like, "Oh, this will be interesting." <laughs> <laughs> right? uh, is it? Nice. Did he pass away this year or last year? I feel like it was last oh, year. Last okay. year, yeah. Wow, that's nice. I love picture discs, man. Like, yeah. I, there's something it's about art. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Can we tell which one is A and B? Is that mean B? That serial number ends in B. Is the other one A? Yeah, that must be it. Okay, so. Um, let's go the second one because nobody really likes uh, clean versions. Yeah, so this is Prodigy. <laughs> yes. Or yeah, Prodigy. Keep it thorough. Main version. Side B has a remix featuring Havoc. Copyright two thousand. Uh-huh. Oh, y'all niggas killers, man. Ah. Oh, uh, catch you coming out your fucking crib, nigga. Yes! Yeah. New York! <laughs> right? That's great. Yo, like, even in I 2000, like... Ribs, hundred dollar yeah. bills, pill on the cotties, another four wheels, write a book full of medicine and generate mills. Tore the album, only for more sales. We used to catch those on the block with crails. Now it's paid shows, promoters post up bills. Sign deals only if the math is real. If we can't match numbers, then you can't have a head nigga in charge of shit. Live nigga rhymes artists, pardon, P Dub size regardless. That's something I like about about New York style rap is the the phrase seems to hang over right. the phrase into the next line you know what I mean they just keep on going and then yep. the line picks up and then it picks up on you know what I mean and it keeps that flow moving through instead of like here's a rhyme next line and then here's a rhyme you know
you know, it's just yeah. there's a different something different there. <laughs> there's a um, there's a video they, out there somewhere that like explores exactly that, like the complexity of different rappers and stuff like that. I've seen that box mm-hmm. or somebody. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and and that like. Uh, they focused a lot on Biggie, but like, you know, even before Biggie was huge, you know, Prodigy and, and um, uh, Mob Deep in general, uh, Nas and some other yeah. uh, some other cats that were out there, they they were doing exactly that stuff. But you know, Biggie took things to another level, and not just in the way he phrased things, but also in like the wordplay mm. uh, throughout. So like, you know, he would be talking. He had a bunch of callbacks that a lot of people like. Especially in his party music, like you didn't really think about it because you're just too busy partying. But if you actually sat down and analyzed it like they did, he's talking about something here in the beginning of the song, and he makes a callback to it way later on. You know, after he's already talked about all this other stuff, but like that flow, that New York flow, the I mean, even just that slightly detuned piano riff, like just I love that stuff, love it. Thank you. Yeah, no problem, man. Awesome. Plus, you you know, the the complexity of the rhyming, too. Like, you brought up Biggie. Like, yeah. I make your mouth peace so beast like Della Reese. When I release, you lose teeth like little seat. Like, it's just every yeah. time there's a possibility to rhyme, they throw it in there, but it still makes perfect sense, you know? Right, right. Oh, that's amazing. My favorite video is, is him, like, little 14, 15-year-old Christopher Wallace on the corner. On the street corner, freestyling. <laughs> tearing apart some grown-ass man. Right, yeah. right. Oh, that's great. Awesome. Thank you so much. And and what I love about this is, like, because I'm, I'm, I'm a, I am a fan of, of Mob Deep and all of that, like, um, uh, but I had not heard this because it was into the 2000s. So by that point, you know, I'm already transitioning into more like club style music and raves and stuff like that. So like my like rap kind of, you know, interest at that point, while it was still there, I was, it was more like, you know, took a back seat. Yeah. It took a back seat. And when I wanted that, I just reached for what I knew. Also, I'm almost positive. Somebody else used that beat, but I, I can't think of what the song is. I I know that beat was used somewhere else for sure. But so this gives me an opportunity to go back and and look look up that album and 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 explore some new stuff. Well, that was one of those that was like I wasn't sure if you'd know the track or not, but I knew you would know Prodigy oh, yeah, and Mob Deep, sure. and sure. it was a cool picture disc. So I was like, you know, you can't go wrong. No, not at all, so. not at all. Thank you. Of course, now I feel bad because you got me a double picture disc. <laughs> <laughs> you only got him a single. I'm not one. a very good friend, apparently. <laughs> it's all good. Nice. <laughs> so, I will continue. Uh, with the gifting of trip. So again, like I said, my theme is for each individual. So this is just something that I know uh trip has an affinity for. So an affinity for. Mm-hmm. to quote you blank blank is my ish. <laughs> oh, Yes, R.L. Oh, Burnside wow. yeah. is my ish. <laughs> so, sorry to any DJs that are not hip to this, but so R.L. Burnside is an old Delta Blues Mississippi uh, uh, blues guitarist, and like that uh, is that how it's supposed to go? <laughs> Keeping my mouth shut. I'm just uh, pointing. Just trip slightly less excited than you were. 
Um, so, but R.L. Burnside, um, you know, old Delta Blues uh, guitarist, he actually, I'm not going to go into the whole thing, but like he's got a really interesting life story. Um, he uh, was more popular uh, when he made it, when he went to Chicago, because that's where at the time, you know, you had Mississippi Delta Blues mm-hmm. and all that stuff, but that was like Southern, you know, uh, black music. That that's very that, soulful, right? Yeah. Right. But in Chicago, the blues scene took off, and so like when you when you hear people talking about blues, a lot of times what people are talking about is yeah. Chicago, Chicago blues. blues yeah. But so there's, um, uh, let me see. Yeah, we'll do this one. Um, so, but there's a whole other like range in two, three, four. Um, there's a whole different range and a whole different like I don't want to call it like. See what I'm saying? Like, yep. there, there's just something to like not Chicago blues, where like I don't know. You're just I don't know if it's that you're getting getting back to the roots or like where polish doesn't matter and mm-hmm. just I don't I don't know how to put it but like this is yes to <laughs> to reiterate what Mo said this is my ish I like this it's interesting using that guitar pluck almost like percussion right So like this, like I see like a, it's a Saturday night, you know, sun setting out on like a big like plantation type setting, you know, big ass house with just like some string lights, you know, and everybody just sitting around. Right. Just I, listening. For me, like I listen to a lot of this stuff because like when you like this is a little bit more like the attitude of the music is, is more upbeat, yeah. but you listen to the like lyricism and in, in some of these things and like i said somebody like rl burnside had a lot he's got a very interesting very diverse very dynamic life story it's not like he made it as a blues singer and then was like some multi-millionaire and then died happy you know what i mean mm. like he had a he, very, he lived the blues yes <laughs> very tumultuous very up and down you know and all that stuff and a lot of that really um was reflected in his music Mm -hmm. and and so like when you listen to stuff like that like you can find things to connect with you know do i have the same like uh life experience as as somebody like like him during the time period that you know he came that he rose up right no absolutely Mm -hmm. not but i think that's the beauty of the blues for me is that my experience doesn't have to be the same as yours Mm -hmm. or yours or yours or his or whatever that it's one of those unifying things that like it, it it's soulful it grabs you you can appreciate there. it yeah absolutely also you're speaking to the quality of the recording and and sounding whatever rougher or, it, or more raw, raw. yeah um i'm listening to it now and it's it's interesting because it's not that it's it's a very clear crispy recording Correct. it sounds really nice yes but i think when i say raw i'm meaning like it sounds live. It sounds like a live yes. like, like, like they're didn't in re- the garage. They didn't yeah. record tracks. <laughs> they got yeah, a yes. really good one-off recording. Yeah. Is what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah. I don't know if that's actually what they did, but right. But that's it. Yeah, because like you know, there's there's a lot of 
recordings out there, like especially from that Chicago, you know, time period. You know, if you think you're like your BB Kings and your John Lee Hookers and all of that mm-hmm. stuff, like, you know, when I when we're talking about like audio pristineness, maybe you know, those are varied, and that varied between different studios and sound mm-hmm. engineers and all of that stuff anyway. But like, yeah, like to me, this this like feels like you just went to a party they're up there on the stage and they're just doing it you know yeah. there's mm-hmm. probably mistakes in there and you but it feels human you know or whatever where yeah. rather than the 29th take on the fourth day of take of doing <laughs> takes i mean yeah. you know tony when you and i worked at dayton studios together i mean you remember like i mean we would have people that would come in and they would be you know how many takes in you know and okay not happy with it rewind Versus somebody who can come in and just be like, all right, let's just bang it yeah. out. Yeah. Just, yeah. One time, let's do this. Yeah. Performers. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's that's what I get off of off of RL. Like, just about everything. The only, there's, There is one album where um, it's a lot more polished on purpose. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was uh, made after he had passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, uh, but there is one album where it's like they brought in, like, Lyrics Born. And he did like you know a bunch of like uh, uh, raps over the, like the hook and stuff like that. Oh, so yeah. like yeah, it, it, it that one felt a lot more polished. Which I while it was a great uh, album, it still felt less RL because mm. it was less. Performing. It was clean. It, well, yeah. right, right, and it was done. You know, like I said, well, um, this will probably. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. After after he had passed away, I was gonna say this will probably be the most hipstery thing I say all day. But like, if you. I like this, some of the character of listening to, especially like really early, like pre fifties. When, it, when yeah. you put like it down, it sounds like, so crunchy yeah, yeah. and <laughs> and raw and stuff. But it's that's part of the charm of it. It's mm-hmm. almost like I wouldn't want to hear it any other way. Other way. Yeah. Right, right. Which I th- I think other you know people are douchebags when they say that about other music. But then I say it about blues. So <laughs> yeah, w- why would you want to hear the Beatles in stereo? It was recorded in mono. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. That's Thank cool, you very man. Much. Absolutely. And this one here, this wasn't a big skating rink jam by any means, but every time that I would go on a trip with my parents, um, we would go on a vacation, this song would be playing a lot because um, one of our destinations, and this is one of your destinations that you go probably 30 times a year. Um and again, when I saw this, all I could think of was <laughs> you and your second home. <laughs> I like it. I dig it. Wish that I was on oh, Rocky Top. That's what I thought that was. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. you're spending more time in Tennessee than you do. <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> you get free access to a cool house. You yeah. take advantage of that shit. I don't blame you. But <laughs> it's a very popular song, too, that everybody knows no matter what generation. Yeah, and you know. Home sweet home to me. The funny thing is we end up singing this song when we're driving down there. It gets stuck in our head. <laughs> yeah, you'll pass a sign or something, yep. you know, and they'll yep. be like, ah, oh, shit. Either that or depending on which way you go. If uh, you go past uh, Oak Ridge, 
Uh-huh. And then, like, next thing you know, you're pulling up Oak Ridge Boys on, oh, right, right. <laughs> on Spotify. Like. I actually spent quite a, quite a bit of time in Oak Ridge. That's a cool really? little town. Yeah. Yeah, I used to work out there. Um, I used to go once or twice a year. Because isn't that right outside Oneida? Or isn't Oneida close to Oak Ridge or something like that? Uh, it's really not far from, like, Knoxville and, oh, okay. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure where Oneida is. but yeah. it, it, It's one of those ones where you blink and you miss it. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's, it was one of those, like, it was... Uh, real involved in the, the Manhattan Project and mm. so it was like it was basically like a military town so they just built it and then everybody that worked there they built around that so mm-hmm. all the housing is built around like it's this weird design city up mm-hmm. on a hill and it's kind of isolated and it used to be you couldn't access it at all it's mm-hmm. like walled off mm-hmm. so it's just a really unique kind of cool city that main joke and a fiddle and, and, yeah it isn't a violin it is a fiddle at about get it right 180 BPM. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and notice that there's no percussion. Yep, that's mm-hmm. true. Just a bass. Lot, a lot of a lot of uh, bluegrass, bluegrass. Did, not, did not use percussion. And I don't know how true it is, but somebody once told me that it was because uh, you know in, in more uh, traditional, old school, religious uh, uh, certain communities, uh, churches and. Uh, beliefs that um, that the drum Drums was like a, uh, like a, a, a tool thing. of Satan, yeah, yeah, yeah or, or you know something something yeah. bad around drums. So I, I don't know how true that is, but I, I had heard that at one point. Hmm. That's why the, you don't hear a whole lot of drums in uh, bluegrass. I think that's why bluegrass can get away with being such high tempo and energy and stuff is because it doesn't have the drum. Can you imagine with that with a <laughs> drum track? Right, right, right. Well, not only that, <laughs> <laughs> you know. It'd be crazy, but it comes back to like what you said uh, with that. Um, Thanks, man. With that blues track, you know, it, finding ways of using different um, instruments as percussion mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. be able to keep that time. Get you some yeah. spoons or spoons, a washboard, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. whatever you got. Yeah. <laughs> Here, Tony, don't you open one? All right, this one's for me. Okay. And I had to hide this from you because we went shopping together. So. Yes. <laughs> I taped it up like grandma. Yeah, you so you go, yeah. I'm opening it like grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I might, why, don't we, why don't you use the wrapper? <laughs> I just happened into that. thought it was pretty oh, cool. Oh, yeah. What's on the flipper? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Snap into a Slim Jim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So I just so happened to find... A uh, previous guest on the show, oh. Egyptian lover. You know, I don't know if he put it there himself when he was here or how that got there, but it was there. You know, I have to admit, when I went shopping, uh, I found one as well, but it was like a this box. thick box set. Like it was like yeah. what was it? Like sixty, seventy bucks? It was forty nine ninety nine. Did it have all of his oh, tracks? It? I was like. Well, that it, would be for all of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like a certain range of years. Was it was mm-hmm. like yeah. you know, eighty-four to whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I knew as soon as I saw this because I know his label. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and I'm not really hip to this song. I wasn't either. I just saw, oh, Egyptian Lover. Well, let's discover this. Right. right. You know, on the show. So. Yeah, bonus beats. I'm sure it's some eight oh eight stuff. Mm-hmm. What do you want here? That side right there. The other side's instrumental. I have a few of his 12s, but... The name of the song is? Dub <laughs> Girls. D-U-B-B Girls. Dub Girls. And notice there's a sticker on there. 
the, origi- the, the original Q point. The orange sticker? Yeah. No, that's part of the That's label. part of his label? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh, it's the sun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it works. <laughs> Today years old. The breathing, yeah. What you said, he got that part from Prince. Yeah. Egypt. Egypt. I'm looking at you guys to make sure it's not one of you guys doing. Egyptian lover is. I like the girls. I love them. I do. I swear I do. Mm. There's your scratch beat. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Influences in his yeah. music, yeah. every one of his songs. I was so big on in the roller skating days when I did, like when I when I boogie bounced a lot and I just jammed out any song. I didn't care what it was when I heard. That sound, that voice, I loved. Yeah, I oh loved yeah. it. anything from like freestyle and Debbie Deb and Trenier yep. and just that computerized yep, voice, Dream man. Dream Team, any of that stuff. Yeah. Vocoders and talk boxes and all that. Hell yeah. Very experimental sounding yeah, very, track. Yeah. Not a radio cut. No. No, not for sure. And then remembering that samplers weren't like these small, compact right. things that they are today. So for him to... Or even software like it yeah. is today. Yeah. Not nearly as robust. Man, that covers up. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm interested on in what the instrumental sounds like. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all those 808 sounds. Yeah. I think I was thinking Miami. It's a great like DJ tool record. Yeah, after the show we'll put that on, throw another turntable up and I'll scratch yeah. over it for a second. Sure. Bonus beats. I like the girls. I like the girls. I like the girls. What is he like? <laughs> I like the girls. Oh right, right, right. Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. See that other side. Yes. Just girls instrumental. 
Must just be without that girls, that talking bits. Rock, rock, planet, rock. Don't stop. Also, that um, almost like Miami Two Life Crew. It's that. <laughs> he's been a, he's been doing a lot with Cubert too. Yeah. Mm. As of late, yeah. I, I, I think he either came out with another album or was about to. 1985, Egyptian Lover. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Who we got left here? I, you probably got some 45s. I do. I do. Trip's got some records. 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 <laughs> some records. You got some more records? Yeah, you got some records. So, this one is for Mo. Sadly, <laughs> I, I was not able to maintain three out of three for the Wu-Tang. It's all right. It's all right. I got ODB right here. But, <laughs> but this one is a must-have for uh, any 90s, uh, yeah, late, uh, mid to late 90s hip-hop party set. Mm-hmm. Which have. I'm starting to discover the younger kids are really into really? 90s and uh Thanks, DJ Rick Webb. He's the one that kind of turned me on to that. Um, so I've been incorpor- I've been able to incorporate that a lot more freely. Like the couple that got married, they were like late twenties. Yeah. So I was dropping a lot of '90s stuff, and they were just eating it up, dude. No, was like, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it really works. I'm allowed to do this? Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mm. Oh snap! <laughs> <laughs> See, oh, snap. if I had to deviate from woo, wow, yeah, that'll that'll work. Yeah, that'll work, right? <laughs> this will absolutely work because everybody needs a little Stankonia in their life. Yeah. <laughs> so for our radio audience, it yeah. is Outcast, Rosa Parks. Oh yeah, move to the back of the bus. I have a. Uh, Try okay. humping the record open. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a re. <laughs> so there's a radio, an instrumental, a cappella, and a main version. I'm going to need to borrow that a cappella. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Rip that. That's what you could scratch with, Tony. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Push and pull. I like how it starts with the strings. That really chilled out guitar and just yeah. Can't tell you how many calories I burned dancing to this in the clubs. But if I dance that much now, I would not weigh this much. (laughs) (laughs) I think that goes from all of us. Oh man, this this track was just I mean 
it, now Outkast always just pushed the envelope when it came to hip hop. They put you know Atlanta on the map. Now don't get me wrong, there was always Southern rap and, mm-hmm. and all of that stuff, and it always had a different flavor. But I mean, obviously, I mean, I mean, history is is you know that proves it out that mm-hmm. Outkast really just outdid themselves and everybody else no matter what they did and this was one of those tracks for sure i have to admit when i was younger i i didn't really get outcast really? when i was m- much younger mm-hmm. um about when they were on the radio i was like you know okay cool uh, bombs over baghdad got me mm-hmm. okay. i was like okay i get i get this and then over time i, ca- I came back and revisited the old catalog and it, it clicks different differently for me mm-hmm. as i'm older yeah for some reason weed especially helps atl <laughs> that is like like, yeah. like, el- like not, elevators yeah oh man I'm, and, and i'm not even a pothead like I, I like i mean all of that stuff is so far removed from me now but like when i was a teenager we're talking like, you know, mid '90s. Uh, AT Aliens came out what '95? Yeah. Because I saw them at Bogarts in '96, mm-hmm. and so like for the AT Aliens uh, stuff. So like, but like, so back as a teenager, I used to smoke pot all the time, and I mean that's what we would do. We had a whole crew, and uh, a few of our, a few of my friends would, were really good at like um, uh, freestyling and stuff. So like, you know, they would they would have like some of these tracks where they would like. You know, have all of these bars at the end. This part? Oh, yeah, stuff like. Well, this is, this is uh, after AT Aliens, but yeah, but yeah, stuff like that where like, you know, they they just give you all these bars and like so people would just like or even instrumentals. There's a elevators instrumental on mm-hmm. AT Aliens, and like people would just uh, you know, just sit there and like rap over it. And I mean, it was just. Oh. Just another one of the, like, AT Aliens, I would definitely put in my top ten. Yeah, I remember AT Aliens, uh, a friend of mine went on leave back to the States and came back with this tape. Mm. And that tape got copied and copied and copied. Because unless, there was, I mean, back then we didn't have Spotify, we didn't have Pandora right, and stuff. So right. you kind of, you had, to, someone had to turn you on to it in order to hear it, unless right. it was on the radio, which, you know, we weren't really playing a lot of stuff in the clubs that were on the radio. Mm-hmm. But I just remember this, like, with elevators, I was like, man, this is different. Right. You know, but that whole album, like it was, they were all over the place, yeah. you know, and they've, uh, I mean, if you think about it, just their, their longevity, oh yeah, it's like pretty ridiculous. And they just sort of, they, they, they're constantly varied. Oh yeah. You know, they're changing up their styles and I think that's what keeps them relevant for what, 20 years. Oh yeah. I mean, you throw on years. Hey Ya and then, mm-hmm. and then compare that to anything off of Southern playlistic Cadillac music mm-hmm. and like. Like I mean, the difference is night and day. Yeah. But you can still tell that's still that's, out. Yeah. Still yeah. Cast, yeah. And I think when you were saying about them, you know, being the Southern rap, a lot of people I don't necessarily think when they hear Outcast, they don't automatically think Atlanta. Right. They just think Outcast. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't really affiliate them with a yeah. particular region. Yeah, I think of a very spe- specific, like crunk sound when I think of ATL. You know right, what I mean? Right. So like that that makes sense for the age that I am though, because when I was a teenager, that's you know it was what? Okay. <laughs> it was all that you know. <laughs> all that bad. was coming in. And Master P before that, you know, he yeah. wasn't ATL, but you right, know that right. same kind of like crunk rap was was yeah. coming up. Thank it's you. Too, it's too yeah. bad P- uh, Petey Pablo is from North Carolina. You know what yeah. I mean? Because like, because he did raise up. Yeah. He did. <laughs> he took his shirt off and everything. Yeah. yeah. Stick around his head like a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll keep my shirt on. <laughs> Thank you. If, yeah, if you did have to depart from the woo, this is this is a definite. Yeah, that's uh, a great. Very choice. fine. Uh, 
replacement. Yep. And you can play that anywhere and get away with it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I will, I, I, in my next wedding, I'll, I'll chuck this in there. They did so much cool stuff musically with their raps yep. that, that I appreciate it so much more now than I did back then. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's just everything was so unique. You know, Miss Jackson and oh, yeah. all yeah, that, yeah. like the real sing-songy, interesting yeah. stuff they did with that. Well, and the crazy part is, is that like, even for like the party type stuff, like, hey, yeah, like if you actually listen to the lyrics, like it's such a dichotomy. Like, mm-hmm. it, there's, like mm. it's this really happy, you know, almost, I'm pretty sure it's in a major key type of song and everybody's all happy mm-hmm. and you watch the video and everybody's like, eh. but <laughs> it's actually like about like families breaking up and like you know people like not being in love yeah. anymore and like all of why that we're not of, happy yeah we're, <laughs> i guess i never paid attention yeah, yeah i didn't yeah, realize yeah, that yeah. And, and i mean there's so much of that stuff you know i mean you go back to miss jackson miss jackson it, it, especially it, it, yeah, yeah all of that kind of stuff so um in the video too i think kind of helps you if you if you've never really listened to it right, right but now if you listen to it and watch the video you're like oh, oh. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Ooh, him and her daughter had this thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. that's the great part about Outcast. That is I a baby, mean, they, not a paycheck. They they really are like just one of those groups that like put so much like of the mental into as much as mm-hmm. the you know, mental and emotional and you know, it's it's music that will make you think if you think to think about it like or you can like not and still enjoy it yeah, they were definitely in their own lane oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and sure. one thing i appreciate uh, they do their solo projects but then they also come back yeah, yeah. And, and, and they support each other on their solo projects right. too so yeah. it's just like the wu-tang yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. have yep. they put anything new out lately not that i know no. of or I, I haven't been keeping up with them lately oh. but yeah Yes, very suitable. 45s? <laughs> yeah, more? sure, let's do it. <laughs> how, how many you got left? Uh, I got a stack, but <laughs> um, these are going to be for trip. Um, so I stayed on the uh, more of the hip-hop side, but this is the only 45 that I could find that had anything hip-hop on it. Do you know who Midnight Star is, Chance? No. Do you remember the song No Parking on the Dance Floor? Yes. Okay, and Freakazoid? Yep. Okay. Yep. Remember I got it for somebody. It was... I forget who Freak I got for. Think about Robots, please report to the, to the dance, dance floor. floor. I remember playing it. I think it was I got, me. Yeah. I think it was you. Okay. So after that album came out, this came out, and there's a rapper on there by the name of Rapper Ecstasy, which was from Houdini. You remember okay. Houdini? Yep, yep, yep. W-H-O. And this was their kind of like their last, I don't even want to call this a hit because it wasn't a hit, but. Like their last hurrah. Yeah, and I. I it's called Don't Rock the Boat. Almost that Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. But parents just don't understand type, but it's real smooth. Let me tell you a story about a girl and a guy. Yes. The girl was too fly. They been together for a very long time when they felt the sense of change in the state of their mind. The very definitive Houdini cadence. Yep. Yeah. Kind of Jazzy Jeff, or not Jazzy Jeff, but Fresh Prince yeah. kind of took that same cadence. Very dynamic, going yeah. from one thing to another to another. That's like you said, maintain that Houdini to Midnight Star yeah. to Houdini to Midnight Star. Yep. And more of that 
80s love, you know? Don't rock that boat, baby. <laughs> nice, nice. Don't fix it. around that same time because uh freakazoid and all that was like really super early 80s 82 83 yeah and then this was late 80s like 89 are they east coast west coast houdini? midnight star or houdini yeah i think sure. houdini was east okay well that would make sense why the go-go kind of yeah sound was in there So Brooklyn, Houdini. Yeah, East. Yeah. Is it okay if I throw a complete random thing on? Yeah. When we were shopping, I bought this record. Had no idea what it was. Turns out it's Tower of Power. Hmm. It's back on the streets. I bought it because it has a Trans Am on the cover. Hmm. And I was like, cool album art. I'll take it. It was like 99 cents bargain bin. So I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know. It wasn't familiar with the tracks. And I, I honestly was kind of excited to turn it on and be like, this is going to be hilarious. Right. And... I was like, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I just play a couple seconds over here, but. Oh. Hey. I was like, okay. Yeah. Total accident. <laughs> I mean, there's some slow jams and stuff on there sure, too, but I sure. thought that was cool just as a complete random, yeah, random bin pull. and get you some funk in there. Tony, I'm guessing you got some more stuff over there? I do. All I right. Do. And, and a lot of it's for Mo. Oh, <laughs> I tried to find some of like the slowest, cheesiest stuff oh, for you. That's Mo, great. Just because I love you, you know. <laughs> and don't forget there were moonlight skates as well. Yes, the there were. Couple rink. skate, couple yes. skates. America's no, mall queen right here. <laughs> oh, so if it's mall queen, it's either it's not Debbie Gibson, it's always nope. Tiffany. There you go. <laughs> Remember the lyrics, but I might have that on 12 inch back there somewhere. The reason why this song is like so, like, um, I guess for lack of a better term, painful because I was never out on the floor skating with a girl when these songs came on. Mo's getting sad. Yeah, I, I was over there like trying to get my high score on asteroids. Or <laughs> is that what you call it? <laughs> hold on, hold on. I can't open it. Yeah, and I mean, so uh, uh, the reason for the the tag Mall Queen is because it, I don't know if that's how she was discovered, but like 
literally like she like did like entire like concerts in, in malls, malls, in malls yeah. like, toured all over the place mm-hmm. like i mean nowadays malls are you know pretty much dead except yeah. for like a couple of weeks out of the year yeah. between you know uh, say, thanksgiving like, and christmas but. four or five years ago she played at mask she sang at mask no shut shit. up yeah no yeah shit. luke had her at mask and she was wow. good and still looked wow yeah i have seen her recently she still looks she still looks she's great, still yeah. hot yeah huh yeah so i won't <laughs> I won't put everybody through the torture yeah. of listening to that whole song. What's the B-side on that, though? Uh, That's I'm for you to sure. discover at home. Yeah, uh-huh. right? <laughs> at home while you're playing Asteroids. Yeah. <laughs> asteroids. Um, I was hoping it was I Think They're Alone. I think I hope I think we're alone. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. would have been glorious. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's crispy. Ooh. That's high five. Yeah, this has been loved. Shut up. <laughs> this came out of a jukebox that melted. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, this This was played. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a great band. Oh, yeah. 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 Cheap trick, the flame. Yeah. Lonely. Yeah. <laughs> this is... Uh, Don't get me started. We'll turn this into... Passionate karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we haven't done a karaoke right, episode right, yet. Right. Like There's a, a reason for that. There's not enough alcohol over here. Yeah. It's <laughs> like. like eighth grade dance. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Last couple yeah. songs of the night. Yes. Yeah. They, I don't Over understand. You. Hey, you picked it, man. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, oh wow. Yes. Um, oh. So, so yeah, murdering that note aside, but, yeah. I mean, yeah, cheap trick. I mean, they had a bunch of stuff, but that was, like, that was you know, the, yeah, that was a good definitely show magnum yeah. opus for them. Like, that was, that was huge. Going back to that love song stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it gets better. <coughs> Record break. Yes. Um, this one's not so slow, but was a. This was definitely. I like the dingo grab bag of forty-five. I know, right? Yes. Oh yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Like I, I don't, I can't tell you where I put my keys, but he plays four bars of that track, and I know exactly where it <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go dig to the 45 <laughs> stack, man. Yeah. They had a lot of good ones. A lot of good ones. comes from that era you know but like you know, i was gonna say and i don't know any of the any of the verses but mm-hmm. boy it comes to this the, bridge the chorus, and the chorus yeah. man and like, <laughs> we begin to rock 
it's like that whole era, like DeBarge. You remember DeBarge, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, what was this? It was. What was their song? Was it Rhythm of the Night? To the beat, to the rhythm of the night. Yeah. It was on... Uh, uh, the Last Dragon. Last Dragon, yeah. Movie that did, did not age well, by the way. <laughs> now, I, I make my kids watch all these old cheesy 80s movies, and I couldn't... After about 20 minutes, I was like, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I can't even... Like, I'm like, sorry I, I did this even. to you. Yeah, I've made him watch Bill and Ted, Breakfast Club. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Rain Man, stuff like that. But like when it came to that, I was like... I even made him watch uh, Legend. Nice. And after that, uh, yeah, this one, I was like... Sorry guys, I can't. I have to stop. You this. Give this them, just, this. You got to give them never-ending story too. Right? Oh, they already knew about that oh, okay, one. Yeah. Okay. Thank God. Is your grab bag empty now? No, I have a whole stack. Oh damn. Yeah, we're we're good. We're good. Well, <laughs> I don't want to take up the whole show yeah, but, with my childhood forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I got one more present for everybody though. Just some buttons that I found at uh, oh. Omega. Oh. Put it on my jean jacket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are they the same? Yeah, they're all the same. Nice. nice. So they, it's a little button, and it says the plural of vinyl is vinyl. Nice. Nice. So Thank if, you. if you weren't aware before, if you're saying vinyls, like I have a bunch of vinyls, you're doing it wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. And that's our snooty message to end <laughs> our holiday episode. <laughs> yeah. our, our giving message. Yeah. That's cool, man. Thanks. Absolutely. Oops. Ow! <laughs> now you have tetanus. Well, that's been fun, guys. It's been nice having the whole crew here again. And uh, Trip, I know we kind of went over here. I don't know if you have time to record another episode or not, but uh, we're going to catch up soon and do this Oakenfold recap thing. Yep. And uh, this has been awesome. It's been a great year of recording the podcast. We've got one more episode this year. We'll see you next week for our annual New Year's episode where we kind of look back on the past year of all the cool stuff we did on Passionate DJ, check in with other people that are friends of the show, and all that fun stuff. Even though we're not together, we're together. Yes, that's right. right. And thank you guys so much for listening. I'm going to take this to the editing uh, station and hack and slash that up and see what YouTube lets me get away with. But for now, <laughs> this has been the Passion DJ Podcast. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Easy. phone is that can you move that phone yep oh, that's me <laughs> sorry that's all right those are my crabs <laughs> <laughs> i heard them through the mic